Hello everybody, welcome to this Gaming Face Punch. No, wrong podcast. Monkey Nut Punch. <laughs> Pop culture and film review <laughs> podcast. With me. I don't know, in my head I had I said Monkey Nut Punch. But the word Gaming Face Punch came out. I, I think it's because I was with you yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, special guest. Special guest on Beautiful. the um, on the Gaming Face Punch. I mean, the reviews are in. Apparently, I'm going to replace Nigel and Babster, but you know, those are the rumours. But but you've got to learn how to talk in a Brummie accent, I'm afraid. <laughs> and dye your hair ginger. Really? Ah, it's alright then. I mean, I, I I can dye my hair ginger, but talking in a Brummie accent. <laughs> I'm sorry, Babster. I don't know if you're joking. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about this week? Talking about, if you want to talk about Star Wars Ahsoka. Oh, I just want to say it was shit, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and we're going to talk about, I watched the first episode uh, episode of uh, The Boys Generation V. Yeah. Um, and we are going to finish off by talking about Star Trek First Contact. And I have, hopefully have an interesting take behind the correct theme of that film. And it's not the thing that everyone thinks it is. Okay, well, well, we'll get there. Um, let's get uh, uh, our Soka out of the way. Yeah, you, I, I'm beginning to see it from your perspective. I think you know the the the, the rebels sort of the rebels nostalgia has worn off, right? And and I think the thing that really got me was so. Um, I mean, I, I I don't think Thrawn looks quite right. The voice is perfect because it's the re- you know same person, but mm. you know he does look a bit frumpy. And I've actually seen recent pictures of him, and he's still stick thin. So it's not the actor. This has been done on purpose, which I don't quite understand. Right? There's all these people saying, um, uh, still sort of speculating. Um, it's not. Um, Oh, you see, I'm having a brain freeze. Um, Jedi kid, what's his name? Um, oh, I have no idea. I can't. Ezra. So you expect you expecting Ezra. me? You expecting yes. me to remember this? Yeah. Yes. I'm um, I'm having therapy to forget e- this. <laughs> Ezra. They're all saying it's not Ezra. Um, but I I don't think it's that sophisticated. But basically, Thorn Thorn doesn't look right. They didn't do uh, the correct facial features. And I, we get to the point where, you know, Ezra's finally going to get into a battle and he refuses to take the lightsaber. Sabine tries to give him the lightsaber going, you're the Jedi. And he's just going around force pushing people, which is really lame. Right. And and they're saying, oh, it's not Ezra. It's not Ezra. He, you know, he's some kind of Night Sisters magic thing. I think it is Ezra. Uh, I, I think it is. I don't think it's put it this way every time we get one of these series we speculate we go oh, it's going to be this it's going to be awesome and it never is you know it never is the only time that we've ever got something awesome is mandalorian season two final which no one saw coming um but we never had anything kind of like that since really um i it was it was it was a pile <laughs> of ass and I, I can see it now and it's like how how do you how do you have a character like Ezra return and not give him a fucking lightsaber? 
Right, and then you've uh, got these right. two so, interesting characters that they've done nothing. They haven't developed their story. What's their motivation? And you have to wait until the eighth episode to find out. It, right. So, so from, from if if you would have put me in charge of it, I I would have I would have had it so Ezra. I would have had it so Ezra flew the ship or or, or piloted the fucking craft or whatever. Yeah. I said, I've, I've, I've got this, and it's like, are you sure? I've got this, yeah? And then they get into a fight, and then they get overwhelmed, yeah? And then, at the moment they think they lose, all of a sudden, the lightsaber comes flying over, and he's, like, fucking swinging it around using the force, and just, like, mullers everyone, and then comes back and goes... So it's like, this is what a Jedi Knight looks like. But no, no, they can't do that, because he's a man. Yes, and, and, and it's, it's all there. You're absolutely right. You can't have an all-powerful man, although... You know, Ray, Ray What's-His-Face's character, you know, kicks Ahsoka's ass again. Which actually, in terms of Rebels, he wouldn't have done. Because she was trained by Anakin. She's meant to be using similar fighting styles. This is the one fucking time she's meant to kick a man's ass that's bigger than her. Because it's fucking Ahsoka. She's like in tune with the Force. And, you know... They made so many mistakes here. They should have brought back the guy that did all the choreography for the, the, the prequels. Right? They should have brought him back because he, you know, you know, Anakin still got it. Like, like Payton Christian, the actor, still got all that. And you saw that on on show when they were in the World Beyond Worlds. But that showed up how lame the fighting was, and it shows up how lame Ahsoka is. Now, is it the actress? I don't know. But I should have cast somebody that was better at fighting. Um, but her lightsaber skills are shit. And that's not true of the character that's been developed in the animation. And and Ezra, oh, just going to go around everywhere. And every time you see him, there's no real fight. He's just going, Ugh, like that. Ugh. <laughs> and he force pushes, and that's it. And it's like, really? I mean, this is meant to be the, the most amazing thing. And there's people going on, oh, I loved it. I mean, even Star Wars Theory admitted that he didn't like this episode. It's just, it was a filler but you feel like you're hard done by. I mean, you get these 30-minute-a-week episodes. There's only eight of them, and they use one of them as a filler? Fuck off, Disney, with this shit. <laughs> you, you just... You, you, why can they not learn from their mistakes? They just repeat. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. I mean, I, I look, I, I, I'm going to admit that I suffered from some... some you know, uh, Rebels member berries, and that was kind of cool, but the coolness has worn off. Um, you know, you had Hayden Christensen back as a as a, a, a hologram briefly. It's like, ooh, they brought C3PO in. Oh, wow. Oh, I heard. Oh, my God, I heard this. Yeah. I saw screenshots of it. It's like we had an entire 10 minute scene that we did not need, mm. but it was just to have more powerful whamming. Uh, and, and it was surprise women. Do you know what it gets me? What gets me is that you can write powerful women and make them fucking interesting. Yes. Yeah. So one of my favourite characters of all time is Avasarala in The Expanse. Yeah. She is fucking powerful. She's like the Queen of Earth for all intents and purposes. I adore in that story. And I've always, always, you know, I've always argued the toss with Nige because he hates her voice. It's like, no, fuck mm. off. Avasarala is awesome. <laughs> She is like there's that episode where they have what's it they're trying to warn the the person the president the current president in charge that um 
more rocks are going to drop and it's thingy and she tries to go through all the staff and then she's been like blacklisted because she's been saying oh it's Marco Linares is going to try something blah 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 and then she finds the fucking she goes finds the chef and it's brilliant you show how clever she is by going you know what okay fair enough I can't talk to the staff I, I can't talk to the actual di- the what's it stuff I'll talk to the other staff yeah so he talks to the to the to the chef and pass it gets him to pass it on and then she has the tragic thing with the, having to witness the 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 current president die because of a rock being dropped kind of deserves it. and then you've got bobby um, too he's another interesting yeah. female character and she's not girl boss yeah she pretends to her and amos get into dick waving competitions but that's more earth and mars sort of thing because yeah, he's from earth good. and she's from mars it's yeah good. but actual char- actual fucking characters but they, these aren't characters no this is I mean, the thing I mean, is it Star yeah. Wars has powerful women characters. I mean, it did pre-Disney. Leia Organa was a powerful, almost probably the original. Um, you, you, you know, and yeah. But you're right about Avicerral and Bobby. I love Avicerral. I love Bobby. I love, I love, you know, love, love Bobby as well. Um, but both well cast though. Um, <laughs> They've just reminded me of one of those lines where it's, I think it's, the, it's come to the end of the second story, which is the middle of the second, well, no, the middle of the third season, mm. where she's chasing down the pro-molecule creature. And uh, Bobby, just, uh, is trying to convince her, because oh, this won't bring your, your people back, this is stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, for the first time in your life, we shut the fuck up. And the response fits with the character, and it's just, it's interesting. I want in, give me maybe yeah. Give me something interesting. This is it's like I, I I'm not going to call her Harris. She's going to be called the green one. I've seen screenshots of her and she looks obnoxious from the screenshot. Okay, I I don't know. I haven't seen the actress in many films, right? I know that she happens to be, you know, I mean, oh um, uh, what's it? Ewan McGregor's daughter calls her a home wrecker because. Arguably, that's the reason that Ewan McGregor split up from his original wife. Actually, I don't think that's entirely true. Um, but she is badly cast as Hera. Hera was quite short. Hera had very ethereal facial features. I mean, you know, this is why most of the time the, the, the green-skinned Star Wars aliens have always been played by black women because of their facial features. They're smooth. They're ethereal, they're round. Uh, or not to the Portman looking kind of person. But that's what Hera is. And the, the facial features are wrong. The voice is wrong. She's too tall. She's too. Mm. She's not feminine enough. And I know that. I, I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but she's not. There's a, there's yeah. a distinct unfeminity, unfemininity about her. And Hera was feminine. Hera. She was the mum. Yes. She played mum. Yes. Sabine played little sister. Um, Ezra played little sister. Zeb played big brother. Chopper was a dog, and um, Kanan was yes. the uh, was the dad. Yeah. I mean, Hera, Hera was 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 one to reckon with, and you, I don't know, she's just badly cast in this. Um, I, I I know what you mean by the Sabine actress now. I mean, at least the only thing I'll say is that she looks more like Sabine than than you know the the actress that plays. Hera, but um, no, I, I, I've, I, I've reluctantly. I watched it the other day, and I was just like, oh, "For fuck's sake, he's right." 
I need you to buy a t-shirt with Gareth's right written on it. No, I'm just going to say, fuck's sake, he's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> an arrow pointing that Come on. <laughs> um, oh, it's just annoying. Um, but, I oh, know, look, I, I'm... I, I think everybody's like, you know, there is a hype for the final episode. People are going, oh, it's not going to be Ezra. It's going to be Burn. Ezra's going to be locked up somewhere. No, it's Ezra. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it now. It's not like Sister Magic. It's Ezra. Uh, it's going to fin- finish on the cliffhanger. Um, it's not going to be. When you what say, what's thinks. this thing? Because I remember I've, I've, just, I've seen bits in passing and, and commentary from people. What's this thing you're talking about? It's. Yeah. That you're saying and, it's Ezra. They're saying it's not Ezra. They're saying what when you when she meets Ezra, it's not really Ezra. It's Night Sister Magic, and the, okay. the real Ezra is somewhere else. That's that's the go, going theory, and it's it's quite widely been spread around. I just think it's what it, it's a bit like when we watched like um, what was it um, the first Marvel series, the one that I hated, and then we started getting excited because it was starting to do things and it was hinting. Uh, Mephesto, wasn't it? And then they just didn't do anything. Oh, and it was a wet fart. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking and, the, the Scarlet Witch one, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, Boba Fett, where we thought, oh, Luke's going to come in, you know, with, with thing, and that was a wet fart. Um, series three of The Mandalorian, an entire wet fart. That entire fucking season was a wet fart. Um, and now this, and I think it's going to be a wet fart again because I just don't think Disney can. Disney just is, 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 is incapable of creating Star Wars. You know, I mean, it's it's a miracle that Andor kind of got made, and it's a miracle that Rogue One got out in the in in the way it did. Um, it's the only film that I maintain that is any good out of Disney, um, and it's not because of the Vader bit. I like what they did with the whole story. I think they at least set up interesting. Characters. All right, I, I I will admit the following: it is a story. Yes. <laughs> It's definitely a story, whether I like it or not. Someone definitely wrote the story and followed it through, and they had characters in there, unlike when you do all these other things. Anyway, let's just quickly say hello to a few people. First in, always, Piffa. How we doing? Hey, buddy. Then we've got How to Be a Stupid Gamer. Bought mouse, not a magic mouse. So I'm not having to use this thing, because you can't play games with this thing. See if uh, we can do I anything later. I don't own a magic mouse. Either. I wouldn't go near it. I got the fucking best mouse in the world. It came with the Mac. I know. I refuse to use them. Um, and and we've got Steve. Hi Steve. Hi Steve. Um, but yeah. So no, I'm I'm on your way of thinking on Ahsoka. Um, before we uh, talk about um, Gen V, there was an interesting interview this week. Okay. Um, with Stephen Moffat. Now, wow. I know that he likes to dick with fans and press. But when yeah. he was asked, and of course he was going to be asked this question, right? Are you writing for Russell again? He gave a politician's answer. Okay. I mean a proper politician's answer. Neither a confirmation or a denial. So I have a feeling... That Mr. Moffat may have been persuaded to pen an episode or two for the that, new right. director. There, there is an episode. There is an interview with them at some party somewhere, and they are talking about Doctor Who. And they asked Russell T. Davis whether he would come back 
To which Russell T. Davis then goes, and then fucks, and then fucks off. Yeah. Yeah. Moffat's with him too, and he's like, like he's biting his lip to turn around and say, mm, maybe both of us are back. Um, you have to remember that that, that the, those first seasons that Russell T. Davis did, he lent a lot on Stephen Moffat. He lent a lot on Stephen well, Moffat I mean, to, you can to get argue things sorted. That the best episodes of the Russell T. Davis era were written by Moffat. You had, you know, Blink. Which I, yeah. you know, I had a student and I was talking to a Chinese student and lovely, lovely girl. And she wanted to know about Doctor Who. I said, go watch Blink. She's a massive fan because of that, that one episode. And I went, bump, gateway. It's like a gateway drug, that episode. Mm. Um, and, but I, I liked all of Moffat's episodes. I liked the, you know, the, 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 the first season, the Second World War episodes, which introduces Jack. I mean, you know, people don't. People seem to think that Jack was a Russell T. Davis creation. It wasn't. It was a Moffat creation. Um, and you know, you know, those were brilliant. Are you my mummy? Oh, fucking brilliant episodes. Um, Moffat's were the best. Were the best yeah. throughout. But Blink is just up there. Um, but it's the only one. The only one that Russell T. Davis wrote that could compare to Blink is Midnight. Yes. I love Midnight. Midnight's a great one. It's a great bottle episode. My mum liked that episode as well. She thought it was really clever. Um, I mean, from a psychological point of view, yeah, Midnight is pretty, pretty clever. Very cheap episode to make that one. It was really yeah. good. Um, I, I, I believe it. I, I, I believe he is coming back. I, I don't think he's announcing because I think it's going to be a surprise. But I think he's penned an episode. And why wouldn't you? He loves Doctor Who. He's a genuine Doctor Who fan. He doesn't have to have all the stress of show running the fucking thing. So mm. um, he's back back and just written an episode. Well, that's where he always did so well, you know, with, with Russell T. Davis over a, you know, arcing that's... thing. All right, hang on a second. That's one thing we need to do after we finish going through the Star Trek things and the top Star Trek totty, um, is we need to do our... Stephen Moffat is clearly a better writer than Russell T. Davis when it comes to Doctor Who. And I mean overall, I mean completely. I, 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 it's it's going to be a difficult one because I'm still not sure which era I prefer overall or which era had the best episodes. I, I don't know. You see, because I don't think he wrote the best episode of Doctor Who when he was showrunner. That's the problem. He wrote no. Blink oh. under Russell T. Davis. Heaven Sent. Heaven Sent is just a fantastic piece of science fiction on its own. You can show someone that and they don't have to know just to see that there's a piece of science fiction on its own. That's how good that is. Yeah. It, it was good. The follow-up... Apart from fucking hell, Blint was fucking wet fart in comparison, though. Yeah. Um, that was the problem. The next episode wasn't as good. Um, I mean, the trouble is, I I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to debate that one. It's an interesting yeah. one because I don't, I don't have a set opinion on that. So because, and in fact, you changed my mind a lot. Having watched the eleventh hour more than more and more, I realised how fucking clever that episode is, um, and it was genius. It's um, the best first episode for a Doctor ever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it was a. You can't um, you cannot top that 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 clearly been in Moffat for a good couple of years. 
Um, I, I am, I am as well. I, I loved Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor, um, and uh, I, I still do love Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor. Um, but I've liked, other than Jodie Whittaker, I, I haven't disliked any of them. I think they've all been brilliant in their own way, and they've all had their moment to shine. Um, I, I've come over to Gareth's way of thinking that I think Matt Smith is now my favourite. Um, but then I just quite like Matt Smith. Matt Smith's a bit of a he's a bit of a geezer. He's a bit of a, a bloke's bloke. And you know, I, I liked that in the Doctor. The Doctor needs to be masculine, I think. I think um, he should be Michael Sheen. Yeah, I, I love I, that. Michael Sheen would would do a damn good Doctor. But look, I, I'm going to give Newty Newty or Newty Gatwa. Shooty Gatwa. Shooty Gatwa. I'm going to give him his dues. I, I you know I'm going to give him a chance. Um, uh, 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 yeah, I'll give him a chance too. Because I think he can put it off. Um, I think there is something there. Um, but we shall see. I am looking forward to these three episodes, whether they pan out as, as good. as good. But, you know, Solid, it's the 60th anniversary of one of my favourite shows of all time. I love Catherine Tate. Um, and I loved her as Donna. She is still my favourite assistant out of all of them. She's my favourite because I just fucking loved her. Because she she didn't fancy the doctor. She and she mm. gave him shit, right? When he needed yes. to be given shit, right? And and she didn't give she didn't give it. She wasn't like, oh, he's amazing. He's an alien. He's so amazing. She was like, oi! <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> mm. Um, and I, I, I'm sort of I, I, looking for that. I I, I, I did. I I have my. I have my favourite companions for other reasons, but I think Donna works as the best companion, if that makes any sense. I, I, look, you can have other companion, um, companions for, yeah, totty reasons and other reasons. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, if, if we're going back, God, there was one in, is it Tegan? I can't remember the one that, that there was one. That was Perry. Was it Perry? Perry with really the, America with the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was hot. Um, she was really hot. <laughs> um, she was proper. Um, um, oh no, I look. I, I liked Rose. I liked Billy as Rose. I thought Billy as Rose was really good. Um, I liked that entire section. I liked. I liked the actress that played a mum. I thought Rose was great. Um, Rose and her mum were great. I, I've liked. You know, Martha. We didn't get enough of. Um, really, we only got Martha for one season. Um, but I love Donna is my favourite because of that because of the relationship there and the Doctor. Um, but yes, anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting the way Mister Moffat answered that question. So I'm I'm going to call it. I think he's going to have written an episode. It's two parter, isn't it? Um, possibly. It's Although... a two parter. Come on, right? So what was it? There was the the guy who wrote Flatline. He made him write three episodes. Because he wrote, um, he wrote Mummy on the Orient Express. He wrote Flatline and a, and a third one. And it was Morfat turned around and goes, "Okay, write me an episode and see if it's any good." And he's like, "Not sure about this. Can you write me another episode?" And he went, "Okay." And then he goes, "Can you write me a third episode?" He got to write three episodes, and they were all good. But he was like, kind of uh, Jamie Matheson, I think, or Matthew. Some... Anyway, he was. Uh, that was one of the guys I was hoping might have taken over instead of Chibnall, because Chibnall's ones were. Mm. Mm. They were all bad. They, they, they mm. were all bad, and yeah, uh, I I said my piece about that last week. Um, and 
I, I think the BBC has a lot to answer for there. Um, but we will see what Mr. Davis does to right the ship. So, um, anyway, Gen, 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 Gen V. Um, the boys spin-off series, Gen V. Have you only watched the first episode? You not I only watched the first episode. It, all right, so that I was, I was on board and it kind of went teen dramery. And that's when it kind of lost me. And then it went back. That, it, it was I, I can't I, I struggle with 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 teen drama shit so it was um yeah that uh that kind of put me off it, it looks like there's some interesting things in there there there's an overall thing I'm not too happy with um in there I'll explain it I'll explain towards the end pardon well I mean I mean it, it, there's definitely the, the thing was right the thing I noticed that I think I was sitting there thinking about the most was it it's just the boys with with, with different characters that i'm i'm not sort of shocked by the blood and gore anymore you know when she 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 becomes a midget and hangs off his cock and they that, that, right, right. But I, that, that was just <laughs> that was <laughs> i'm sure there's some broadcast regulation saying that you can't show an erect pe dude, penis dude, on dude, tv dude, dude. they had a freaking little guy running into a man's penis in the last season of the boys and then Do you think they were like, we've still got, we've still made that giant penis, guys. So we can get some more use out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's exactly <laughs> what they were doing there. Um, so, I mean, but again, it, none of it was shocking. It was, uh, I, it was none of it was new. Nothing felt new about it. I mean, by the third episode, the story has hooked me enough to want to know where it's going. Um, but it's it, it misses. It misses it misses Carl Urban, it mi and it misses Homelander too. Those two characters. I w I'm getting bored of Homelander now. I think you know Homelander should have been killed off in this season, and they could, they should have gone down the the comic book route with um, Black Noir. Um, they pussied out of that. Um, so I I feel that I don't know. I've had enough of Homelander. I like. How they use uh, the vault girl boss, who used to be the PR girl, now the boss. I like how they used her to introduce the rest of the season. That was that was actually cleverly done. Oh yes, um, that was quite clear. I like that end of the episode. It's like, oh well, I mm, it has potential. The, the 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 cast aren't as standout as the cast of the boys. You're right. It was, look, just the Homelander and Billy Butcher stick out. The guy who plays A Train sticks out it's quite the same thing either one who plays huey sticks out mother's milk sticks out frenchie sticks out the girl sticks out starlight what lady who plays starlight she sticks out they're quite they're quite they have quite good screen presence in comparison to to the characters you've got here so <laughs> your sound has gone keith the world has been we have been spared from keith's opinion because it's probably something stupid and he probably has to turn around and agree with what I'm saying. He's docking station for his Mac is out of whack. So I'm going to just fill the air with uh, random shit. Um, but yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid was um, in this. He played uh, Golden Boy. It's quite interesting. And they're Clancy Brown. And he's, I still can't hear Keith. He played uh, Professor uh, Rich Brinkerhoff. So it was kind of like... Um, like a weird version of the X-Men, but more university, but set in the kind of boys' universe. 
which uh, which is which is fine. Um, they had uh, what was her name? I think her name's Shelley Con, who's like supposed to be like the 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 principal that's taken over. Um, we had that. You had uh, a character called Emma Myers, who's we were talking about earlier, who's the one that can shrink down and 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 expand, and she was. Hanging off a guy's penis in the episode, which is the standout thing. They have all this other stuff, and the thing that stands out is the penis bit. Oh, I can hear something. Keith? Oh, well. So, the plot is you follow Maria Moreau, who's got her powers. She got them when she was like 12, 13, and she accidentally killed her mum and dad. Um, she can control blood. And turn it into weapons so she can like stamp people with like it like it's like um sub zero from the latest Mortal Kombat film where he's like kind of chucking water up or even like he did do with Scorpion's blood and and does that his wife is killing him. I hope his wife is killing him. <laughs> if you could hear screaming at him. I he's oh hang on. He's still got no audio. Still no audio. He's trying to figure something out. I think he's, as I said, I think his docking station's gone. He's got like, if you look behind him, he's got like one, two, three, three monitors plugged in, a load of lights plugged in, fucking keyboard, mouse, dildo making machine. Um, he's got all this stuff plugged in and something's got to give. It just happened to be his mic this week. Mumbling away to himself there. So I want to talk about this, but I need to. I need to bounce off of Keith. He's quite big. It's easy to bounce off of him. <laughs> so, <laughs> dear podcast listeners, for those who have downloaded the podcast and listening on audio, I'm currently watching a screen of Keith fumbling around with cables and maybe scratching his nuts. Um, as we try to get the audio back because somehow he's um, he's balked up everything because it's a polite way of saying it. <laughs> oh, he's come back, but he's his 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 quality's not quite there. Right, how's that? He's obviously stepped up in his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, thank you very much. That reminds me of the Peter Serafanowicz joke where, go, where Darth Vader goes into the ladies' toilets. And he goes, this is the ladies' toilets. And Darth Vader goes, I thought that was a picture of me with a cape. <laughs> uh, right, I think, I think my extension might have a problem. Um, so um, I'll fix it later. But there we go, I'm working again now. I don't think the sound's going to drop out again. But I think it's... Okay, the, uh, I can't... I can't remember where we were. I was trying to talk about it. And we were just talking like... about the boys. Uh, I apologise to podcast listeners and everyone else and uh, stupid gamer. We were talking about the boys, Gen V, episode one. And yeah. I think... And he sounds gone. No, I'm not kidding you. Ha, 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 ha.
I think maybe it's we're talking about the boys. Maybe, maybe Amazon are like trying to stop it from working. This thing probably routes through Amazon Web Services. I thought we were dissing the boys. Um, oh, come the fuck. I, I just want to talk about stuff. Anyway, Arnold Saltz is a kid, was in it? He exploded at the end. What has he done? What have you done, Keith? My sound isn't as good now, but I'm okay, that's fine. To use built in here. Sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on with this microphone. I just have no bloody idea. On that note, anyway, can you hear me still? So it's I can hear you. Would you want to skip this and talk about Star Trek? Because I feel like I kind of lost all fucking momentum right at the beginning. No, there. go on. Um, go on. Um, I, I was saying I didn't like the team drama side of it either. Um, and no. when they keep bringing it in, it doesn't work for me. So mm. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me at all. Which is yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, and there's there's, there's there's some politic bits in there that I don't like. With yeah. um. Well, yeah, it was the the was it the black woman gets screwed over by two white guys. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, can you f just not? No, please, just tell a fucking story for the love of God. But saying that, one thing I do appreciate is that she is a fucking character. She has motivations, and you understand her, and you kind of feel sorry for it, and she kind of feels a bit like a Harry Potter at Hogwarts more than anything else. True. Yes. So. I, 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 she's a character which I, I, I will appreciate because I, I, I do like that even though they've done dumb shit. Um, but yeah, it's it is lacking those kind of larger than life kind of actors playing the parts. If that makes any sense, mm -hmm. feels very um, subdued. It's like if I, if the thing closest thing I could compare it to is probably Smallville. If you wanted to compare it to something, but with sex and, uh, and ex people explosion it definitely feels like the boys because you keep getting like you get the cameos from the deep i mean he turns up a couple of times um you know um and, and i mean you start by the third episode you sort of there, there is a conspiracy going on that's like you know who's in it what do they know why why are they doing this what is it um so there's enough of a hook to get, keep me going Keep me intrigued, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, but mm, not sure. Not sure. At the moment. In in the boys, there are a group of um, heroes which are like a piss take of the X Men. I cannot remember what they're called. Really can't remember what they're called. Um, I'm gonna actually fuck it. I'm gonna Google it. But I thought it was gonna be about them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh... I don't think it is. Um, it, it, I don't know. It's um, it, 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 it just didn't excite me. Put it that way. It didn't. Um, yeah. It didn't grip you. You didn't watch it. You were ungripped. I watching wasn't the, gripped, the, the, uh, gripped enough. Put it that. Yeah, I wasn't gripped enough to. Um, un, un, yeah. Unlike Matey's cock. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It's just the most fucking of all the things that you want to put in your first episode. Yeah, but again, I, I think that was done for shock value, and it's like, why, why, why are you doing it? It, it didn't. To me, it didn't. 
you knew they were trying to shock you, but I've seen it before in the boys. This, the, yeah. you're not you're not doing anything particularly new. You're not sort of um, doing anything that we haven't really seen. It's it's it's, it's not like um, you've suddenly decided to, to do something that is that is new and shocking. You've done this already in the boys. Why are you doing it again? It just, it, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I felt like they were they were trying to shock, but it, it wasn't working particularly well. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it is strange that that's the the the, the bit that sticks out. Um, um but yeah, it, it's. I, I, I'll watch. I'll, I will watch four episodes of it, and then I'll decide at the end of the four episodes. You get you get the four episode thing there. So, we'll um, yeah. we will yep. we will see. I'll uh, we'll talk about it next week. See if anything exciting happens, and we can talk about the last episode of Ars Soka. Um, and you can then com- tell me how disappointed you are in the whole fucking thing. Um, and I can turn around and say, well, but it was obvious. It was I can I can predict a plot as much as anyone else, and this one didn't have one. Um, yeah. so uh. Star Trek. Let's talk about something nice. Star Trek First Contact. So, now, um, yeah, go on. So, I, I watched it, and I, and if I, if I if I ask the internet what the theme of it is, yeah, the theme of it is is about over, probably they would say it's overcoming it's a mixture of overcoming tra- trauma and the human spirit, something along those lines. Yeah, no, it's not. Do you know what it's secretly about? What's it secretly about? And when you when you when you when you, when you watched it, if you watched it recently, you'll understand this. Crazy ex girlfriends. Uh? Possessive crazy ex girlfriends. Uh? I watched it and I'm like, every bit with the Borg Queen in, she seems like a crazy ex girlfriend who's stolen a car and driven it through the. F- plate front window of the of your business or the place that you work at that's the impression i got from the entire thing um there are some bits that i would have i would have changed if i i was put in charge of it but if you listen to to how she describes the relationship between her and john luke and how she reacts between her and data so she's like a crazy ex-girlfriend who's taking revenge on her boyfriend yeah who dumped her unceremoniously a couple of years back and or seven years ago yeah and she's now ruining his car and his house and his clothes and stuff and she's trying to shag his mate okay (laughs) um i'm not sure i see and hang on hold on hold on hold on wait wait for it and more importantly she's turning all his friends against him come on I think that's a great take on it. Yeah, right. I, it is. She's the... <coughs> it is my favourite of the next gen movies. Um, it is. <coughs> it is. Having watched it today, and then started watching Insurrection. God damn it! You're making me watch that one as well. Um, I've got a feeling I'm going to watch Insurrection. I'm not going to be as harsh on it as I was the first time around. No, I. I, I think I, I'd be a bit I, more I, forgiving. I I haven't been as harsh with it. Um, so far, um, but I'm only—I'm not halfway through yet. Um, uh, so, 
My problem with this film is it does what um, Crimes of Grind Grindelwald does. We're supposed to have the, the, the cool bit in the middle, the act two, and then act three is kind of a resolution. The, it sags. It kind of sags a bit in the middle. Um, and it could have done with a bit of, of rejiggery. Like when the Borg cube is attacking Earth, yeah, it should have launched the probe out in the middle of the attack... And the Enterprise should have followed it. So when the Enterprise comes back, it's got to fight the Borg cube. Yeah. So you get a big kind of explosive ending rather than Picard going. Eh. Yeah. Because it would have been a bit more cinematic. But that's it's something you could have just. It was something easy, really easy fix. But it was one of those things. Um, so the scenes I like in it was the. Um, was it Lily? I've also made yes. Lily. Yeah, her name is Lily. Yes. It's Lily. So when Lily is, um, she puts him in his place because the crew want to fucking get off the ship and blow it up. She's like, what the? F and she's literally, I like it because it's a, it's like kind of, I can, I don't work here and I can see you're talking shit. Yeah. Done really well. Really, really well. Um, apparently, the bit where he smashes the cabinet behind him is improvised. Um, yes. Just lost his fucking rag. Went, my sound Psh, any... No, um, is my sound any better now? Your sound sounds better, but your dirt face. Yeah. You sound I, like you're in a toilet I, now, where before it was the best quality from 1996. I, I can see me moving in there. Okay, that's, uh, well, at least that's... it's better now. Um, I, I was going to say... I um yeah she she walks in and is like you know Captain Ahab's got to go you know get his whale and then he quotes it and she's like I never read it um but she's right um but she makes him and then she goes to him you broke your little shits when he's because he, he, he you know he blows up she she intentionally winds him up to get him to mm. explode which I think is a brilliant scene actually um and he does explode and he puts his phaser rifle through through the glass and breaks breaks the the, the golden ships. And I love the way she goes through him. Oh, you, you broke your little shit. <laughs> um, and there's some, there's some good humour in it. Uh, there's actually more humour in Insurrection, funny enough. But uh, there's some good uh, humour in it. And, you know, I, I like the bit where they rescue Wolf at the beginning. Uh, and uh, he asks Picard, you know, how's the Defiant? He goes, um, you know, it, it's adrift but salvageable. And then Riker goes, tough little ship. Little, <laughs> which I thought was like, actually, well, it is a little ship. <laughs> it's a tough little ship, but it is a little ship. Um, yes, it, I, 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 I would have. It, I, they kind of, I, they blew that load right at the beginning. That's my problem. <sighs> I, I don't know. I think the story and uh, you know and everything that carries on. I quite like the story. Um, it's a more insular one, isn't it? It's a more sort of you get the big battle scene at the beginning, but then you get this sort of you know Borg invading, and it's all a bit. I, I can't. I don't mind it that much. I think it happens very quickly at the beginning. It's a bit of a rush. You know, oh, the Borg, there's no build-up. Oh, the Borg are invading. Boom. Um, but that's not what the story's about. It's about... <laughs> about a crazy ex-girlfriend who wants to turn all your friends against you and destroy your shit. 
Well, yeah, okay. I mean, this film did a lot for the Borg, though. I mean, it gave us, it made the Borg more scary. It gave us I, the super Borg. I don't, gave us, I, would, I wouldn't have said it made them more scary. The scariest I the Borg it, were was in Q-Who. Um, the Q-Who episode of the Borg is the, the one where you, because he's just like, kind of, you don't quite know, do you, Picard? Because goes, think about it, a computer that uses you rather than you use it. Like that, not a boy, not a girl. Just interested in your ship because it doesn't. It doesn't. Not interested in you. You're an ant in comparison. That's when the Borg was the scariest. Yeah, carves a bit of the ship off. Yeah, and like kind of. And, and Riker says like carve this up like a Sunday roast. That's when it was the Borg was the scariest. I the problem. My my the issue is is that they ripped they ripped a load of alien stuff off from aliens, which isn't a bad thing. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Temperature going up. It's a dry heat, man. Yeah. <laughs> So this like I like that it was very, very well done. I'm not complaining. I, I I'm I, I'm I'm highlighting not complaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with the with the temperature going up because it's a nice little kind of nod to that, and then them having the queen because in Alien, you know, you had the aliens running, an alien running around that was scary. Then you had more of them, and then it finished topped off with the queen. Kind of didn't I? From my perspective, I always like to think of the book as the like kind of. Like space marauder sort of thing, like that Borg cube that you came across in um, Best of Both Worlds. If that was left to carry on, where it was a three kilometer by three kilometer cube, years later that'd be like a ten kilometer by ten kilometer cube, where it just just kept on building and kept on getting bigger, where it's just assimilating everything it came across, wasn't connected to anything. It was just it on its own, and there were other Borg cubes doing their shit on their own too. But but that's that's me. That's not them, and that's not Star Trek. That's just how I. You know, perceive things it's like the kind of Lovecraftian kind of unknown sort of bit about it, and then when you gave the Borg Queen in there, you kind of put a more known in there if that made any sense, mm-hmm. because you can have a conversation with them, and and it and the idea of not being able to have a conversation with them, yeah, I, I, I that's me, but um, yeah, it was it was it's still a good film. No, I'm not complaining. I just. I am complaining because I'm a git, um, but it's still a good film, and I'd still, I still put my money on. It's the story of a crazy ex-girlfriend who steals a car, smashes it through the front glass window of the place that you work, where your colleagues are trying to stop them, and then she tries, tries to turn all your friends against you and tries to shag your best mate. I mean, this film came out, I think, when I was sixteen or seventeen, and I went to the premiere yes, we, of this. I went to the London we, premiere at the Empire in Leicester Square. And it's the only movie that I've ever been in where people have clapped and cheered. Um, and I don't know, I suppose I have special memories of this film, but the, I always remember I loved the look of the Enterprise E. I thought the Enterprise E was the coolest fucking ship I'd ever seen in Star Trek. And I still think it is. I, I, don't, I, it, I think the Enterprise F is a fat duck. Um, I, I, right, hang on a second. I like the, 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 the Enterprise. E, but I don't like it. The deflector color needs to be blue. Sorry. Yes, I, this is where I agree with you, and I also don't like the interior. I didn't like the golds and the browns. I always wanted Voyager. Always had the cooler interior. Voyager had the cooler bridge. Yes, because it lights up blue, but blue is cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, it has to be blue. Um, yes. But I mean, come on. I mean, Voyager bridge was a cooler bridge. Voyager's bridge was bigger. More, you know, more practically laid out. I don't know. Voyager's bridge was a cooler bridge set than 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 the Enterprise E set, 
and I, I always felt a bit let down by its interiors. Um, do love um, Robert Picardio's little cameo as the EMH there. I thought that was yes. brilliant. Um, I, I like that too. It was that was that that's that's fan service done right because it's contextually yes. correct. It's like shit. Let's use the the the, the holographic doctor to distract them. Um, and he wasn't the only one who had that. Neelix had a um, a cameo. He does, yes, as the as the sort of club owner when they do the whole mafioso yeah. shoot down of the Borg, which again was I'd forgotten about that scene until today. Um, and you know, it was uh, it was cool to see that again. And I, you know, and I, and the minute you hear him, it's like, oh, that's Neelix. That's the actor that plays Neelix. Um, so yeah, that was cool. I'd forgotten that. You're right. Um, I. Yeah, I I, I I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I love the the rock music, you know, as they're going into space. Ooby dooby 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 dooby. I love that kind of like. I like that. to be. Yeah, and you know, you're about to do your first warm thing. You're playing some fucking rock music. Yes, love it. Um, I liked James See, Cromwell as 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 Zephyrin Cochrane. I thought it was uh, really I, well cast. I liked liked the idea that uh, in the head all the people in the Federation had this really idealistic view of him where he turns around and goes, no, 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 I did it for money. I did it for money so I could get laid on a beach somewhere. Um, It had nothing to do with the benefit for mankind. And I appreciate that because that's quite a nice thing. Yeah, and just before they take off, though, and I can't remember the quote, but, you know, he's complaining again and then Riker says some line. And, and Cochrane goes, oh, that's bullshit. Anyway, who said that? It's like, you did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I like that. I like that again. Um, because it does. I love the way it shows that he's profoundly changed. And, and then when he meets, I like the bit where, where, where the Vulcans finally land and the Vulcan does the whole sort of hand sign thing. Like, most people can't do it. And Cochrane suffers. He goes, oh, fuck it. And then he holds out his hand, which is a lovely, yeah, I can't do it. Have to really think about it. Um, Can't do but, um, you know, it's some not everybody, but I like the bit where, yeah, you know, he, he, he struggles with it, he goes, Oh, fuck it, and holds out his hand, which is a very human thing to do. And I love that. I, 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 I like, I like that. Uh, I, uh, have you, have you, you've seen the alternate version of that, haven't you? No, if you're not, so you're you've seen, you have in no. Enterprise where he turns around, his kids blows him away with a shotgun. Oh yes! Oh yeah! No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You were thinking, oh, it's a, oh, it must have been an extra that I missed, or in an uncut version. Was, no, no, it was an Enterprise. They did that was when they did the whole Dark Universe thing and brought him back just to film that one scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, 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 I like um, First Contact. Yeah. They got Jerry Goldsmith to do the music, and the music's really good. I. I, I, I think it's just a genuinely great film. It introduces us to the coolest starship ever, and it still is. Um, it, it, it still is the coolest starship ever. The, the, it, this is the one thing. My only problem with Picard season three is I, I like the Titan. It's a it's kind of a you know, but it's a bit retro. And it you know when you come out with the Enterprise E, that ship was still the coolest. You know, I mean, I love the it, scene, the Enterprise D. I completely understand why Picard uh, did the Enterprise D as well. But the E. It reminds me. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of. It's like the early 20th century 
French art that they had for the future, the stuff that expired, inspired Centropolis. Is it Centropolis? Yeah. The one where they have the mechanical woman and all the workers and stuff. It looks like it was it was thought around and built around that, where it kind of has that kind of slightly Art Deco-ish kind of feel to it, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yes, and it definitely does have some of that. It does. But I think it's a cool ship. I, I, I just don't didn't like... Um, the interior as much. Um, in fact, I prefer the bridge <coughs> of the Enterprise D to the um, to the. Um, they should have used Voyager set or used Voyager's colours to inspire it. But uh, mm. you know, we can't have everything. The exterior of the ship is cool. Um, I, I I know I don't like the yellow deflector dish, but I liked the exterior scene where they're walking around it um, and. I, I, I liked that whole scene. It was clever. It was, it was, it was well done. And I like Wolf coming back with a fucking arm wrapped around his leg. That's so Klingon. Um, <laughs> so badass. Um, when he gets his suits, you know, cut open, he cuts off the hand of one of the balls and uses the wife to freaking stop the leak in his suit. Cool. And it's yeah. It was that was that was cool. And um. Some of the, is, is, it, is it those ones from the deflector array that wind up on in the Arctic or Antarctic for Enterprise? I can't remember. No, it's the it's, it's the ones off the cube that got the the the, the um part. Yeah, it was it's slightly artistically licensed, um, but no, it was the it was the sphere that blew up that parts of it landed mm. in the Arctic. But you know, you get the whole bit when 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 they, they finally detach the deflector dish and it goes off. You get you get Wolf's one and only eighties fucking you know action movie thing. He goes, assimilate this. <laughs> like, yes, love it. <laughs> I love oh, it. It was, um, it was um, um, that was um, that was good. Uh, it's uh, so. I still I still want you to watch, I still want you to rewatch it and and look at the Borg Queen's a crazy ex girlfriend. Seriously, it makes more sense. I know, I I know what you mean. I I get it. She she kind of is. She wants him back. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, you you are probably right. I mean, but you know, she gets it on with data. But is that to make Picard jealous? Yes, because <laughs> she's a crazy ex girlfriend, and she's as I said, the, the, all all the symbolism is there. You know, the the, the turning the the friends against them and all of that. It's yeah, it's. See, the thing is that I know that they put some extra Borg bits in there. And I know when I saw the making of it too, the guy, Michael Michael Westmore and his son, I think it was, that were working on it, mm. put a load of um, load of like uh, messages hidden in the, in the LEDs. So in the LEDs, they're all flashing up Morse code of certain bits. So it's like, it's like spelling out, like spelling out Riker and um, Picard and stuff like that. Which I have no idea how how many people spot. Also, you can tell the additional scenes that were put in there versus the the original scenes in there because of the phaser rifles. So the phaser rifles, I think, from the original have the black rubbery grip at the beginning, yeah, and then the other ones don't have the black rubbery grip on them because they were being used for Star Trek Voyager, and uh, they had to get the other ones from Deep Space Nine. I love I love I love the fish. I love that kind of efficiency sort of thing that they've done there. But you can tell them by the type of phaser rifles that they're using. So go back and watch it, and you can see when they start using different phaser rifles. 
and I think this is the one and only time that the Enterprise is a physical model in this movie because I don't think it's a physical model in Insurrection. I think it, it was digitized for Insurrection. Um, that's another in fact that you've just reminded me of. Um, that, I mean, there's lots of little facts about it, but actually, I mean, I, I do think it's the best of the next gen movies. Although it'll be interesting to see if I still say that in two weeks, having what, you know, officially done Insurrection and um, Nemesis. Um, uh, as I said, I, uh, the, the other the other thing too is they don't feel as cinematic as actually it doesn't feel as cinematic as as Generations. I I don't know because um, it's like something about Generations had. Light, so something about the lighting and the yeah. settings and stuff, which made it feel a bit bigger. This doesn't feel as problem, big. There was a problem with the way they made the Earth look. It didn't look right. Even when, you know, when he's with Lily in these Jeffrey's tubes and he's trying to convince her that they're on a ship and he lifts up the thing, you see the Earth. It just didn't look right. It didn't. It wasn't coloured right. I don't know. But they 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 messed up the effects of Earth. Um, in this I'm sure in my I'm sure in my version that they had it they had it mirrored because they passed Australia and it was back to front. Was it? Okay, I'm gonna have that's to. Um, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna quickly check. But he didn't look. I'm going right. to quickly check. Um, it, it, I mean, it really did not look right. Um, I noticed that. Is it as? Is it less cinematic than Generations? I suppose in some ways it is. Um, because it's a more, what's the word? I'm trying to look for the word to describe it. It's, it's a more contained story. Um, they didn't, you know, it was quite low budget. Um, and they blew a lot of budget on building the Enterprise E. Um, and those massive sets. I mean, the, the, the engineering set is huge. Um, I... <sighs> Uh, right. There are moments so... that I think are quite clever, and, and 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 it's shot on film, and you can see that, and it looks it 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 looks cinematic. Is it as cinematic as Generations? No, I don't think. I think you're right there. I think you're right. It's like the universe, it's just though. it's yeah because they moved over to the um to the newer uniforms, didn't they? So I'm trying to find this bit with what so much. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Oh, there we go. Have I got it? Yes. Is it back to front? Uh, hang on. It. Oh, fuck but you know, just clicked away some... from the thing. Hang on. Sorry. There is some cinematic moments. Um, I like the gangster club bit, and I'd forgotten about that whole scene. And I, I, you know, I like the whole dance, and then he, you know, he just blows him away with a Tommy gun. Um, you know, you know, it would only have been the only thing that would have made that better is if Picard had a cigar in his hand. I'm gonna get you, see. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think I've been watching a load of mafia stuff recently. I've been watching, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, The Godfather of Harlem and actually quite enjoying it. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen some good stuff on Disney Plus, which is not Disney Plus at all, it's Fox. Um, so. I watched the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, which was quite interesting. Um, Ten-part thing, American Crime Story. Didn't know half of the story about that. That was really interesting. Um, 
and I've been watching uh, The Godfather of um, Harlem, and it's Harlem, got Boris yeah. Whitaker as Bumpy Johnson, and it's got um, what's his uh, face that played Kingpin as like the the main sort of mafia boss, and he's really fucking good. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. yeah, he's a great actor, um, and I love him in in this part, even though he's a bastard. Although Bumpy isn't that much nicer, um, and it's got um, it's got. Um, What's his face from Breaking Bad um, as this senator come pastor who is, is 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 a bit dodgy, and he plays that part so well. I mean, he just plays that part so well. Um, so uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, going back to I, I it is Australia like... is I can't I, uh, the software is blocking me from showing, um, yeah, but Australia that, but is but it, Australia Australia. Is back to front on it. Hang on but a I think that's on ITV's version because it isn't on my version. No, this is on this is on the YouTube version. On the YouTube version. Yeah, because because I because I, 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 I no longer show. They had them all on ITV and they took them off, which is fine because sure. I didn't get adverts in there. But I had to pay three pound fifty to rent it. What's that? The bastards. Let me have a look because I, I know where roughly it was. Um, 45 minutes 47 seconds. Thank you. I've got it here, so it's annoying. I want to show it because it is Australia is backwards. You can just check by his hand, you can see quite clearly. Mm. Oh, hang on, maybe not. Oh, actually. yeah, you're right. <laughs> there you go. It's funny what you catch. Oh, shit. So they must have mirrored it for reasons. Yeah. And a bit, uh, a bit sorry, this is not great for. This is not no, it's not great for anyone listening to us on the podcast where we're sitting there checking out visual things which we can't share because of copyright reasons on our YouTube video. But yeah, you're right. You're right. I see it. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's on my. I mean, you can kind of. Um, hang on. Uh, share. How do I do this? Um, share. Uh, and it's got the. It's got the. It's got like the right next to it too, which is weird. There we go. Can you? Oh, 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 brilliant! There we go. Now I can make my point. There we go. Yep. Backwards Australia with a bit of freaking pepper beans in the wrong place. That's why it looks weird. But it didn't look right. That whole scene didn't look right. Oh, no, no, it's right. obvious why it didn't look right. Yeah, you're right. There you go. See, as it's not playing, it's technically not copyright. Um, and oh, we're, and oh, we're transforming on. it too. So. Hang on, but I missed I missed this in the chat because I was uh, prepping around. Um, <clears throat> Hello, there. There you go. Just <laughs> um, <So it's> twice. <laughs> I've still, I've still, I, I've got, I bought his book and I haven't read it, and I was supposed to read it and leave a bloody review. And I will have to do that this week. I have had such a busy time recently. But I, I, I think, I think you know, to finish off, first contact, you're right, it probably is a crazy ex-girlfriend. You, you are absolutely right. Um, although he, he, you know, he breaks the spine of that crazy ex-girlfriend at the end, doesn't he? Because he picks up the sort of just the robotic skull and spine and snaps the spine. Man. Fuck you. Um, so, I, and I, what I like I, that bit. What, what I really yeah. like about that last scene is that He's hanging off of that rope, yeah? And you can tell that he's not actually hanging off of that rope and he's standing on something because <laughs> there's no tension yes. in his arms. 
yeah. And it looks really bad yeah. just because I'm just watching it. It's like, oh my god. I, it would have been best if he just grabbed it and they just swung him across to the other side and then he watched everything right. dissolve. Right. Um, seeing okay. data without his skin, I quite liked. It's a really grim yes. thing to say. Well, no, it was cleverly done. Um, it was a clever, a cleverly done effect, that one. Um, uh, it was very cleverly done. Um, but this was where the, the strange sort of Picard data relationship started up, which had never really been there in the TV series. And yet, you know, all of a sudden, Picard and, and data were best buds, and it continues into insurrection and then into nemesis. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, I I like this film. I forgot. I I I, I still do. I have what fond memories of it. As I said, I was at the premiere with my my my, my Star Trek com badge on. That was that was the extent of my fan. fan. I didn't go in a costume. It's okay. Um, okay. No, it's not. Do you know the most embarrassing moment of my life? Right. I and you're going to share it for everyone to listen to. Okay, no, this is best because this will make you laugh and cringe at the same time, right? I can't remember which Star Wars movie it was, but we went to see a Star Wars movie at the cinema, right? And I think it was, I think it was episode three. All right, so I think we went to see episode three at the cinema, and we had our lightsabers, right? We've we've been battling it out with these lightsabers in. Um, in the car park and we thought we were the coolest fucking thing ever um and uh and you know there was lots of star wars fans there and they loved the lightsabers and it was really cool anyway so we get into the cinema go through all the fucking trailers right and you know the bit where it comes up with a long long time ago in the galaxy far far away and there's no sound it's before the bit right so it's deadly silent what does my dickhead friend do Powers up his fucking table. The entire fucking cinema looks at us. I was like, you dickhead. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten that. So fucking embarrassing. What, what I will say is that the closest I've ever been to actually being one with the force, it involved Ben. I was over yeah. your house. Yeah. I bought there was a there was a, a Return of the Jedi um re-released lightsaber which made the noises yeah. when you hit it and, and swung and everything. Yeah. yeah. I told Ben about it, he said it was the coolest thing ever. And I'm sitting in your in your living area and all of a sudden I just go, I feel a disturbance in the force. And we look out the window and Ben turns up. <laughs> oh, was, do you remember that? Um, yes, I do. You've just reminded me of it. Yes. I do, and I also remember the bit where he fucking turns up on his bike and he leaps off his bike, lets his bike drop to the floor, and whips out his fucking Force FX lightsabers. I was like, "Yeah, okay, that was kind of cool." God, we're such geeks. Um, I, I remember nice. when I got the Force. I, I remember when I got the Force FX lightsaber, like you know, the first one, and it had the whole effect when you ignite it. And I remember handing it to my mum. I'll never forget the fucking look on my mum's face when she was like. Oh yeah! <laughs> it's the one and only time I've ever seen my mum kind of gone. This is a cool toy. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I'm playing with this for a minute. It's like, see, this is the one time you can't bollock me for spending a hundred quid on a toy. Because <laughs> even you think it's cool. <laughs> so anyway, yes, um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm done now. I've got to go and fix okay, my sound problems. Okay, hang on a second.
I'll leave that in the thing so next time he turns up, you can press the button. Um... I like that. <laughs> Yes, I think it's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up and put a bow on it. Just thank everyone yeah. for watching and providing comments. We've got um, Biffa always first in, always first in. Thank you very much. Uh, then we've got how to be a stupid gamer. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but if it involves that game that you gifted me on Steam. Then cool. Well, I'll give it a go. I've got the mouse now, so I should be able to play. I just need to flip it over to Windows. Um, Steve, thank you very much, Steve, for joining us. Always appreciated it. Always appreciated it. I appreciate it. Sorry. Got Chuck and Laurie. Thank you very much for joining us, Chuck and Laurie. I'm still waiting for Iceland. I am waiting for Iceland. I want to see what happens in Iceland. Um, I'm really curious to, to, for that when it comes over, so you can pop over to their channel and watch. They're New York videos at the moment, which aren't as exciting as Iceland. I want Iceland. Give me Iceland. Well, and I don't know, mean the I mean, uh, he went into a supermarket, supermarket. bought some frozen sausages, grilled them up. That's his Iceland video. Um, that's, that's, that's the UK. They that's won't get that, that joke. They will not get that joke. You'll get, that, get no. that if you're English. <laughs> that's why, mum, that's uh, why mums go to Iceland. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's cool. So we'll uh, do that. <laughs> New York stinks here. Yes, I forgot that you're a New Yorker. Um, yes, I want to share Ireland too. Put Vincent in. Crikey, I'm just now we're catching up on the yes, flooding. I saw flooding that. I saw that. That that was that was Bangkok levels of flooding. You, you, that was impressive. Um, we get what? that like weekly in Bangkok, but um, at this time of year. But that was mad seeing that in 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 New York. That was insane. Or yeah, well, at least it wasn't, um, what do you call it? Um, ah, yeah, you're, you're a New Yorker too. That. Wow, there's two New Yorkers and well, three New Yorkers actually. It's a, it's a lie. Um, because is Chuck technically a New Yorker because he lives out upstate Same. New York, doesn't he? Yeah, upstate, pardon, yeah, upstate, He's upstate New, New, York. New York, yeah. Ah. Um, so okay, yeah, I, anyway, I that can, is mad, yeah, I can. I can understand uh, what you guys are going through. We've been having it all week. We don't flood here, but the main road does. And yeah, what I've seen over Brooklyn, Bangkok does it like every week <laughs> because it's sinking. Um, anyway, yes. um, that's another, oh, and, another thing. And, sorry, sorry. And I forgot to, 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 to mention something. Hello, Dave. Our friend Dave's an author, and he's written a couple of books. You can look him up on Amazon under David Pratt, and you can look him up on Audible under David Pratt, and you can listen to Nigel's lovely dulcet tones as he reads the story of Bladefoot. It's somewhere between Bambi and um, The Land Before Time. So, mm. yes. Bambi and Actually, that's a pretty good analogy. It, it, um, if you read it, then you'd understand roughly yeah. where I'm coming from. No, I have Apart read it. I've from... listened to Nigel's dulcet tones as well. I have the audio book. I, 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 I downloaded the Audible. So, yes. Well done. Right, very much. Anyway. I've, made some, I've made some money off of you. Yeah. And on that <laughs> note, it's time we said goodbye. See you guys. I'll get my sound See you. Bye-bye. See you. See you. Bye-bye.